Have no fear, Toxic Leo is here, <laughs> and I'm about to save the day. Hi friends, this week I'm going to teach you how to become the person that other people are jealous of. And a lot of people are going to say this episode is toxic, but don't mind them. <laughs> the first thing I want to do is clear up the definition of jealousy. So jealousy is when you're worried that someone is going to take something that you have, and envy is what we're actually going for. Envy is when you want something that someone else has. So envy is the one we're going for, okay? <laughs> and the things that will truly make other people envious of you are not things that can be bought with money. That's easy. Cause like if someone sees that you have like a Birkin or some jewelry or like some certain outfit or some shoes or a car, that's easy to get. Like we really wanna trigger that insecurity. <laughs> like we really wanna hit that envy. And my point behind that is buying things seems achievable. You want to develop these characteristics and these traits and these ways of being that I'm gonna explain in this episode that feel inaccessible to people. Like you just wanna become the embodiment of everything good for yourself and that's what's gonna piss people off the most. But I do have a lot of other ways to go into it too. <laughs> but the biggest thing by bypassing money and things that you can buy that helps people not be able to discredit you. If anyone can just go out and buy the thing that you have, it's not that much to be jealous over. Like sure, some people are like, ah, pissy, but it gives them a way to discredit you. So I want you to fixate on and focus your energy into all of the things about yourself that money can't buy and the things people cannot discredit. So first thing, we have a long list of things I'm gonna hit, but the first thing, I know you don't wanna hear it, but it's discipline. That's something that everybody struggles with and it's one of the hardest things to get a grip on. So first thing is like your body and working out and having your body in check and looking a certain way. People are gonna be pissed off for so many reasons because if you're doing the steps and you're putting your effort and energy and doing the hard things that everybody else wants to do that they just can't seem to do it, when you do it, it's like, damn, there's no discounting that, there's no discrediting that, and you have the results that speak for themselves. So when you show up with a nice body, it shows that you've put the hours and days and years of effort into something. And not even just with the gym, like with eating too. When you control your eating habits, that's another form of discipline. That's something other people do not have control over is the way that they eat. They lack that discipline, and that's a whole different ball game of discipline. Like, as someone who like, dealt with a bad relationship with food for so long, like I've fixed it now, but God damn was that one rough. But basically the discipline around your fitness and your body and the way that you have to work for the way that you look, that's undeniable. No one can discount it and no one can discredit it. Even if you hate somebody and do not like them, if they put that effort in, you gotta give them credit. Like they can't take that away. Like you did the damn thing. The next thing about discipline kind of with the way that you look is put effort into your appearance. Don't be that bitch that just rolls out of bed and just goes about her day. <laughs> what? Like, have a skincare routine. So many people do not put the effort into their skin. Like, they want good skin, but they won't put their ass behind it. You want to be the one that puts your ass behind everything you want because that's what's going to give it to you. And people are going to be envious of your ability to put the effort into it because they all want these things too. Most people are just sitting on the sidelines, eh, not willing to put the energy in. So when they see you doing that, like one, doing it for yourself is huge. And two, if you need that extra boost of like, 
inspiration and motivation. A lot of people get motivation off of like, fuck you. <laughs> I do. So do your skincare routine. Put effort into your appearance. Don't ever show up somewhere looking raggedy. Like, yeah, you can wear sweatpants, but do it cute. Have good skin. Have a little jewelry. Do a good skincare routine. Wear a nice cologne or a nice perfume. Like, even if you dress casual and relaxed, put a little effort so you look clean and put together. Because that's something else people can't take away from you. And also, that's one more thing that kind of like digs at people when you show that you're doing more. Because like when I was in nursing school and I had hair, I styled my hair a very specific way. And it would take me like 15 minutes every morning just to do my hair. And I would wake up earlier than I had to. If I had to be up at 5, I was up at 4. Like just to make sure I had time to make myself look presentable. I did that for many reasons, but the people in my class... We were all doing the same level of work, but I was also putting more work and more effort into making sure that I looked okay. Like, if I'm going to be over here taking care of people, I can't be looking dead like I just rolled out of bed either. Like, what? But that little piece of envy people don't think about is like when you're doing the same thing, but you just put effort into your appearance, it's like you're doing more. And you're exercising more discipline and putting more effort into something. It's like people are just going to look at you with envy of like, how the hell do you do it? Like, I'm stressed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm dealing with all this. And I look like shit. Like, how do you have time to make yourself look okay? <laughs> and it's going to be hard. It is going to take a lot more effort. But that's a key piece of like jealousy people don't see. I really feel like this could spiral, like this episode could spiral, but I'm not going to tell you to do anything that's not actually going to help you and improve your relationship with yourself. Like, I'm just kind of breaking down the things that you need to do, right? Y'all get it. Y'all know I ain't trying to hurt you. I would never hurt you. Like all these things I'm telling you are like for you. I'm just telling you how they piss other people off and why you should do them. <laughs> Our last little piece on the discipline part is educating yourself. Literally, you're doing it right now. Listening to podcasts, reading books, educating yourself on as much as you can is going to do nothing but level you up. The more educated you are, the more confident you are. The more educated you are about something, the more confident you are when you speak about it. The more perspectives you're aware of, the more confident you are. When you just have that confidence, people are going to get pissy about it because they want it. But you're the one putting in the effort to have that, to have the knowledge and then gain the confidence. You're the one putting in the work, you're allowed to be confident. People always try to discredit me and try and take away my confidence and try and shame me for the things that I've achieved and the way that I feel about myself. I put in the work for it. I don't care if you don't agree with it. My confidence is backed and it's like credible. So when people see that with you, you're not just going to have some blind confidence that they can discredit. When you've educated yourself and you've put your work into building yourself into who you are and having your mind be so developed, that's not a confidence that can be taken away. Educating yourself and gaining knowledge is power. Like that's something no one can ever take away. And like I said, you're going to get a lot of security and stability in your confidence. You're going to be confident in your confidence. You're not going to be second guessing it because it can't be discredited. You earned it. And one more thing with the education thing, the more you read and the more you educate yourself, the better and more eloquent you'll be able to speak. You'll be able to speak with conviction because you know what you're talking about, but you'll also have a lot more words and be a lot more articulate when you speak. That is something people are envious of too because they're like, oh, I read a book and I don't have this vast vocabulary. How do they have it? Because you read a thousand books, not just one. And other people are going to see that and that's where their little envy is going to flare up like a pimple on their ass. It's just going to flare up and they're going to be mad. <laughs>
All right, the next thing I want to talk about is something that has to be executed so perfectly. And it is having designer clothes and expensive things. So many people that have designer stuff and nice cars and like a luxurious lifestyle, they make that their entire personality. And like they harp on the fact that they have expensive things. But one of the biggest things you can do to trigger envy in other people is to have the nice stuff and not give a shit about it. <laughs> like this is so, so important. Like I'm sure you've seen all these people with designer clothes and all these nice cars and nice houses and shit. And you're like, okay, cool. But like you low key know that there's no more substance to them. It's just those things. Like those things are them. The real flex is having it all and having it mean nothing. Having so much more to contribute and offer as a person through your personality and your presence and also what you have to contribute other people, what you can give. That's the biggest fuck you that I've found is like having the designer stuff and it means nothing. Like you don't really care about it. Like you're going to care about it because you invested a lot of money into it. But the whole thing is just don't be dependent on it as like being part of you and like the reason you're confident and the reason you feel powerful, like you want that regardless. So you can have the designer stuff, just don't harp on it and don't fixate on that. Just have it and just let it be there and act like you don't give a shit. Like these Olsen twins running around with like the Birkins and Kellys, like the $10,000 purses and they're like beaten up. Like it looks like they threw them down a flight of stairs a hundred times. Like that's another thing is to have something that other people want so desperately and to trash it. Like <laughs> if I ever get a Birkin or like some nice bag like that, I'm going to abuse it. Like that's just so funny to me. And especially with shoes, like with sneakers, whenever I have a pair of shoes that are very like nice or sought after or they're expensive i kind of like mistreat them and beat them up a little because it's a flex to have something everyone else wants and it not be in perfect condition like for you to just like have this super valuable thing and like kind of like meh like it's not a big deal to you oh that's the flex bitch that's the flex all right my next little tip is do not settle for anything you want to have and do things that take time to achieve and get like I said with the money thing, when someone can just go buy something you have, the envy is gone. Like, it's accessible, it's easy. When someone sees that something took you a long time and a lot of effort, they respect it. And they're a little pissy about it because they can't just go get it. They have to go through and put the effort and energy into it to get it too. So when I say do not settle, I don't settle with anything, especially like my furniture. All my furniture in my place, I will wait months until I find the exact thing that I want. But what that does is leave me with an apartment that's cute as hell and full of the cutest shit. Like people come into my place are like, whoa, like every single piece I have, I love. Like every single piece is a good piece. And it's not like, oh, you just have a couple things that aren't as great. When you don't settle and you take your time and wait for the thing at your standards, you're gonna have an apartment full of all beautiful things, not just a couple little things you found here and there and the rest from Ikea, you know? The same thing goes with clothing and style. Do not settle for something. Wait and hunt and find the best things that you can wear that you love. I'm not talking designer, I'm talking like even thrifted vintage stuff. Like, take the time and take the effort and find what it is you truly love and what truly looks good on you and works for you. Like go get clothes tailored and get them fitted to you perfectly. Don't just go buy something that's like, oh, it's good enough. And then just have a wardrobe full of things that are just good enough. 
That's not going to make nobody envious. <laughs> what you want to do is have things that are nice and also normal day-to-day things, but things that you've taken the time and put the effort into that fit you perfectly. So like when you do have your little hoodie and your little sweatpants and you're just walking around, People are going to be like, how the hell does it just fit you so perfect? Girl, you got it tailored to you. So even in your little comfy outfit, you still just look so put together and you look like you just found the best articles of clothing. People don't understand how much intention actually goes into that. So do not settle when it comes to your style. Find the things that are like perfect and make them perfect to you. It's just going to give that effort this little like, oh, things are just easy for me vibe. <laughs> One more thing not to settle with is friends and people you date. I'm a big promoter of do not settle at all with that. If you really want to make someone envious of your connections and your relationships and the people you have in your life, you need people of caliber and of quality. So when I hold out on friendships and I wait until I find my tight friends and the people who I genuinely love and meet all of my standards, when people see the bond we have, that invokes envy because it's not like, oh, Leo's hanging out with some loser or like Leo's hanging out with someone, but it's like, oh, we low-key know that they're weird. No, Leo doesn't settle. The people that Leo has close to him are of high quality. And a lot of people aren't able to sit in that process of like weeding people out or they feel bad or they don't really know how to navigate it. And they kind of like talk themselves out of it just because they're lonely. If you want a social group, a friend group or a partner that someone is actually envious of, you can't just go be with people and be friends with people who anybody else can have. You want people that you can't access. But the whole accessing you thing, that's going to come up again later. But the whole thing with not settling, don't settle for anything. Like if you want to truly make people jealous and piss them off, you got to put in that effort. And you got to have those good people around you. Because everybody knows anyone who's around me is a solid ass person. I've evaluated them. I've tested them. And the way that I feel cared about and the way that I care about people, it's like palpable. You can feel it when you're around us. And people who are not included on that are so envious of it because they want it. They just don't want to put all the work in that you're willing to, to get it. You see, it makes it like 10 times better. <laughs> One more thing I don't settle with, and people get real jealous about it, is business opportunities, contracts, brand deals, job opportunities, things like this. Me not just jumping at everything that's been presented to me has put me in a position where I get some of the best opportunities, and I'm in the middle of like executing on a lot of them, but people are seeing the deals that I'm getting and the opportunities that I'm having, and they're like, how the hell? And they're so envious of it, but they don't understand what I've just had to go through to get these good opportunities. But all you see is me with all these great opportunities, and people are like, what the hell? And people do get mad about that. They don't like to see it. But I've positioned myself, and I've waited and scoped out these opportunities that I actually want so that when I pop out with them, these other brands know you can't access Leo. If I don't like you or I don't like your company or I don't truly stand behind your product, I've left so much money on the table just because I don't support somebody. Being selective and being very picky about the things that I accept and the things that I participate in and I'm a part of has not let me down once. And it's put me in a lot of elevated positions because I have waited and I haven't just jumped on lower opportunities that weren't really up to my standards. Like other people that have are jealous of where I'm at now. But one thing I will say with not settling 
Everything in your life is going to feel like it takes so much longer and everything is going to feel a lot more difficult because for you to just go buy some new clothes or go buy some furniture, it's like everything is just a hassle and it's a process. But when you finally get everything it is that you want, it's a hundred times better than if you just ran and picked something up or just settled for whatever it was. Like once you get what you actually waited for, there is no regret. There is no fallout of love with it. There is no hesitation. It's like, that's it. I've been looking for you. I found you. It's done. And that self-assurance you get when you line up with that, it's worth it. It's always worth the wait. It is always worth the wait. Trust me. All right. The next topic I've got is tolerate no bullshit. And I mean none. People are very envious of my ability to not be played with by people. People always ask me, Leo, how the hell have you like establish this where no one plays with you it just seems like everybody knows better like no everybody knows don't play with leo like you will lose your chance and that's exactly how i've done it by tolerating no bullshit and i don't let people play with me that's how i don't get played with (laughs) and that requires you standing up for yourself and that's something that so many people wish that they could do so many people just tolerate less and accept less But if you want to be the person people are actually jealous of, you got to have that skill. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck until you learn how to do it. Then standing up for yourself is just going to be a basic requirement of how you go about daily life. Like it's the bare minimum. Standing up for yourself is no longer an option. It's no longer a question. But people are going to see that you're taken serious and you are treated as valuable because you don't let people play with you. And that's how I am. And just a little example of this, of something that happened recently, there was this guy I was talking to on Instagram. Like, he reached out to me and I was like, okay, he's kind of cute. It takes a lot to catch my attention, but the guy caught it. And the way we were having conversation was just, like, different from people usually just, like, trying to slide in my DMs. I don't respond to nobody. So, for me to even respond to a guy is a privilege. Like, you got to realize, like, hey, Leo is inaccessible. Like... He don't just talk to everybody. So the fact that you just got a chance, that's a big thing. So I'm talking to this guy. Everything's like going great. It's cutesy. It's funsy. And I'm starting to like get into the conversations we're having. I like who he is as a person. I'm like, damn, like this is actually like going kind of well. And then I found out some things. I don't want to talk about it because like I don't want to air nobody out. But I found out some things and I was like, eh, like I don't really know. But like I'll give it a chance. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. And communication just started like dying down because we were both busy and I was moving, but I was still making an effort to respond. And he started slowing down on his effort into giving me a response and replying. So I started to notice there was this little game going on. You know, when people try to act like they're not interested, they're like, oh, I'm not going to respond for a little bit. And they try and play that game to like make them seem more desirable. That does the opposite to me. That makes me put off by you because if I'm into you, I'm responding. You can trust that if I'm on my phone, I'm hitting you up if I like you. And if I'm not responding, it's because I'm not on my phone. You'll never have to guess or worry about that. I give people that peace of mind. I'm considerate. But homeboy wanted to play this whole little game of like not responding fast. And it started to get a little too long for my liking. And one day he messaged me And I messaged back like an hour later. And then the next day, I go and look because I'm like, I haven't heard from him. Where the hell's the message? So I go and look. He still ain't even open it. It's still undelivered. So I was like, okay, that's weird. I was like, maybe he's like 
really actually busy with something or like got hit by a car. I don't know. You better come back with some kind of good excuse. I had a heart attack. I was in the hospital. <laughs> like a good explanation is the only thing that's going to save you. And then another day goes by. So two days after I messaged him, I go on his page. It's still delivered. He still hasn't opened it, but he posted on his story. So you're intentionally ignoring my message. I blocked him immediately and he will never get a chance to talk to me again. I don't give a fuck. If you're not going to act like you have Leo Skeppy in your DMs, you just lost your chance. Sorry, babe. I'm not egotistical. I'm not an asshole. I just don't allow people to play with me. And I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's a billionaire. I don't care if it's Lady Gaga. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> I love her. But like... That's the thing is, I don't care who it is coming at me. If you play with me, you're out. If you try and play something funny, laugh by yourself. I'm gone. You're blocked. <laughs> but becoming like that and not allowing people to play with you is going to make people very envious of you. All right. The next thing I'm going to throw at you is having a sense of self and a strong sense of self. Because a lot of people don't know who they are. And they're so back and forth, they feel lost. So if you're the opposite of that, if you have a strong sense of self and you never lack direction or clarity around who you are, what you think, what you believe, and what you feel, envy's gonna pop right out. <laughs> so the first thing for a sense of self is a consistent sense of style. Find your style, create your style, and stick to it. Y'all know I don't dress with the trends. I don't wear what's trendy. I don't wear what other people are wearing. I don't wear what other people think is cool. If I think something is cool, I will wear it. And I have a specific look that is my style. And I love it. I don't want to change it. I wear what I feel comfortable in. And it's a big part of my sense of self. I don't question what everybody else is doing and what looks good on everybody else. I question what looks good on me. What do I feel comfortable in? How do I want to portray myself? And solidifying that and getting clear on what you think of your style and what you like out of your style is going to ground you in that sense of self. Like you're relying on your own judgment and you're worried about what works for you because there's plenty of things that look good on everybody else. And when I put it on, I look like a goddamn Easter egg. Like I look stupid or I just look dorky. Like <laughs> other things work for other people. I don't care. I'm not concerned with that. I'm concerned with what works for me. And a lot of people are envious that I've found my style and my style just is me. Like I have a very distinct look and people are so envious of that because they wish they knew themselves enough to choose one style and stick with it. Everybody likes to change so much and they're constantly trying to find like whatever they're looking for through changing their clothes and changing their style. I don't have that. I have the consistency because I know me. And the other thing about my style that evokes a lot of envy with people is how I truly don't care about what other people think. Like I wear what I like and I dress how I want to dress and I do not give a second thought to what anybody else thinks. If I don't like it, I'm not wearing it. And if I like it, I'm wearing it. I don't care if I look like a plucked chicken. That hit a little close to home because I am bow headed. <laughs> but you guys get my point. Like solidifying what you like and then just doing it. That's one thing people are envious of. But then your ability to just not give a fuck and just embrace it and own it. That's another thing that's going to make them envious. All right. Next thing for your sense of self is character. You want to have unshakable character. 
in every single thing that you do. So get very clear on your morals, your beliefs, your values, and what you hold dear to you and what matters to you. Get solid in who you are and who you want to be and then stick to that. Literally become unshakable in it. It's not negotiable. For you to bend in your character is non-negotiable. I don't care if there's money on the line. I don't care if there's a life-changing opportunity. I don't care if everyone goes against you. You stand in your beliefs and in your character no matter what. People understand that about me and know that about me. And that's where you get a big sense of confidence. Like when you have that home in yourself and your support and your stability in yourself of like, even if everybody disagrees, this is what I believe and I'm holding on to it. That breeds so much self-trust and confidence. And people are going to be so envious of that because a lot of people are sheep and a lot of people have to be told what to think. A lot of people can't think for themselves. So when you exhibit that and you possess that, you're going to piss a lot of people out. And one thing a lot of people say is money buys you the ability to have morals because a lot of people who don't have money have to sacrifice certain morals to get money because you have to live. Like it's a very unfair dynamic. And there is a lot of truth and validity in that. And I'm only able to speak so strongly because my ass is the only one I have to look out for. I'm able to deal with any consequence that comes up for my morals and for my character. I don't have to bend because I'm the only one enduring the consequences. Now, if you have a child or you have people that depend on you, sometimes you're gonna have to do things that go against your morals if you want to make sure everyone's okay or if you wanna protect your kid from a certain consequence. That's a time where I understand bending in your character and that's something that I'm very sensitive and empathetic to. I am very like respectful of that, like put it in its own little box and no one's going to talk shit about it. Try it in front of me. Like sometimes people just have to do what they have to do. But if you're someone that only has to deal with yourself and you're the only one facing the consequences, girl, stick in your character. Buck up. (laughs) And that's one thing people really are mad about me because... Even when I didn't have a lot of money and I was broke dick, my character never folded. You could never sway me. Even in the beginning of becoming an influencer and getting big, I had so many brands reach out to me and I have left over $100,000 on the table of brand deals that I've just said no to because I did not truly believe in the product like the company or support them. Like my assessment and my feelings were more important to me and my character and my morals and my beliefs and my values over the money. Even when I didn't have money, I was throwing this shit away and I was like, I'll figure it out another way where I can still have my sense of self. That's a big, big role to kind of take on when you do take care of yourself like that and you own yourself like that. But it is the most worth it thing I've ever done ever in my life. Like you can't, sway me and i've stayed strong in so many circumstances in my character i just have that like genuine peace of i don't care about nothing nothing's gonna bend me no one's ever gonna be able to say i handled a situation poorly because i've stuck to my morals and stuck to my character no one's got nothing on me i'm not scared and that is a big thing people are going to be envious of So this breeds into a lot of different things. But that's all I have to break down about a sense of self. That's a very, very important one for many reasons, like I just explained. All right, the next one. 
This <laughs> sounds stupid, but it's a big one. If you really want to make people envious of you, one of the biggest things that so many people cannot do is say no. And if you are able to say no, <laughs> that's going to bring out a lot of envy in a lot of people. <laughs> I know it seems small and it seems stupid, but say no. It kind of goes along with standing up for yourself like I talked about earlier, but just say no. Say no to certain experiences you don't want to have. Say no to certain people. Have those boundaries. To say no to something is a boundary. People are so scared of setting that. When you got the courage to do it, that's going to put a little notch on your envy belt. <laughs> like A lot of people can't do that. So for you to just be able to say no, it's huge. Massive. And saying no reflects so much that I don't really want to spend time breaking it down because I can do a whole podcast episode, but when you say no to things, someone who recognizes their own value is someone who can say no. So by saying no and protecting yourself, you're aware that you're something to protect and it sends the message to everyone that you do have value and you do see it. And it's undeniable because you're acting on it. A lot of people will feel it and then go against it, but when you stand there and own it, it sends a message to everyone and all you're doing is saying no to things. All right, the next topic is something huge and it is to allow yourself to be catered to. And the first thing I have to break down about that is in order to feel catered to, people have to know how to cater to you and how to either rectify a situation or just make your experience good. So expressing the way that you truly feel it's step one of being taken into consideration. If you want to be taken into consideration, you have to give people something to consider. So having the balls to express the way that you truly feel, that's something a lot of people can't even do just off the rip, let alone allow themselves to be catered to or let someone do something for them. That's so much guilt and that's so much fear that so many people can't do. So for you to step up and express that you're uncomfortable, express the true way that you feel, that's something that's already going to trigger a lot of envy. Especially expressing when you're hurt by something or when you're uncomfortable in a situation. These are very, very important things to express for a lot of different reasons. And another part with that is a lot of people are so fearful of taking up space. You need to take up space and not feel bad about it. And part of that is expressing the true way that you feel and allowing people to cater to you. Express when things upset you. Express when things bother you. Express the good things too. Don't just only express the bad. Don't be a little negative Nelly. But expressing the truth of how you feel in a situation gives people the chance to correct it or help you or comfort you or do something for you. So don't be afraid to take up that space. If we're going about the whole jealousy and envy thing, that's going to make people envious. And it's because you have that stillness in you of just that peace of knowing you are valuable and worth being taken into consideration and you're worthy of the space that you take up and your feelings do matter. That's just being silently communicated when you let people do things for you by expressing the way that you feel. And the last part with that is let people accommodate you. Let people do things for you. Let people make you feel happy and comfortable. Allow people to do things. That's a huge one because people from the outside that are envious are going to see you just getting all these things done for you. And they're <laughs> I wish I was taken into consideration like that. But they're just sitting on the sidelines not speaking about how they feel. They're not 
even at step one of the process of being catered to, like you have to talk about the way that you feel. So just with allowing people to do things for you and accommodate you, there's a lot of things being reflected there and people are going to be envious as hell. All right, we have two topics left. And the next one is to treat people kindly and treat people with compassion and respect and general just consideration as human beings. And that kind of ties back into the character piece. But the biggest thing with treating people kindly is how you treat other people reflects how you treat yourself. So someone is only able to treat other people kindly when they have enough to give and when they have enough peace and positivity and heart and love to give. Someone that's burnt out on love is not going to be treating people kindly. So when you do treat people kindly, it sends the message to everyone around you plus the other person that you're just full of love and you have plenty to give and you're kind to yourself because you're kind to them. That's going to trigger a lot of envy. Because so many people genuinely are so mean to themselves. And I'm not making fun of anybody who's on the flip side of anything I'm talking about. I'm just saying, with treating people kindly, it's going to reflect a lot. And it also shows that you're aware. And situationally aware. And it shows they're emotionally controlled too. Because even if circumstances are going bad and things are going wrong. And you're overwhelmed and you're freaking out. And you still take the time and... Put your attention on treating people kindly, no matter what's going on with you. That shows that circumstances and things happening in your life, no matter how bad it gets, it cannot sway your character and your heart. Your heart comes first and it's never going to die. And so many people have the heart ripped out of them. And I've been through enough experiences where I'm surprised I still do care about anything or anyone. Like I genuinely am so shocked that I still have such a big heart and that I care as much as I do. But that's something people are so envious of because a lot of people would get lost in that darkness. Their goodness would die. It would get swallowed up. So when you show that your heart has not gone anywhere and nothing will ever beat it out of you and no matter what's going on with you, you still treat people kindly, that just says a ton. And that's going to make a lot of people envious. And that's going to be something that is a positive envy because a lot of people are going to see that and want to be the same way. So it's going to kind of breed a lot of kindness and consideration for people. So that's a good one. All right. The last topic is one of the biggest and you're not going to like it. (laughs) Y'all going to get mad, but you know, I'm right. You know, I'm right. It is do not allow yourself to be hurt. And what I mean by that is you got to leave people and situations fearlessly. Like it's got to seem like you have no hesitation to drop anyone at any point. And I'm not saying you don't fight for what you care about and you don't stick around and try and make things work. But if something happens and someone has treated you unfairly or poorly and you see that they're not really open to considering you or making it better or changing their behavior... Like they're a hot rock. They're dropped. They're done. They're gone. Like be there to work it out. Be there to make things better and give people the chances to like understand what bothered you and fix it. But as soon as you see they're not going to fix it or they do not care, you're out. You got to learn how to analyze a situation and trust your own judgment. So once you analyze 
this person is just going to continue hurting you or this situation has happened too many times, don't give it another chance. Cut it. As soon as you analyze a situation and everything that you need to see is in front of you, like you start taking people for who they truly are, not just only seeing the good. When you see the good and the bad and you see that being with them is going to continuously hurt you, leave. That is a trait so many people wish they had. And it's doing what's best for you even when it hurts. Other people can't do this. That's the number one question I get on every single thing that I post. It's how do I leave a toxic relationship? How do I leave my boyfriend? How do I stop letting this person hurt me? How do I cut this person off? Just having that ability to be cutthroat and to get people out of your life who hurt you, regardless of who it is, is one of the most envy-provoking traits you can have. Like, you clearly trust your own judgment and you stand up for yourself and you value yourself and you show yourself you're not gonna be mistreated and you're not gonna allow people to hurt you. And then you got the balls to leave them and drop them and cut them off. That one will wipe everybody out across the board. That's the number one trait I feel is doing what's best for yourself even when it hurts because other people can't do that. They aren't willing to endure pain for themselves. They'll only do it for other people. But when you got that ability to endure pain for yourself, ah, when you see that you're worth it like that, you're only gonna choose to sit in pain and endure pain for yourself when you see you're valuable enough to do it. And that's the biggest silent communicator. So. That's the last tip I got for this episode. If you liked it, leave this video a thumbs up. And if you're on the audio version on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave me a five stars rating and send it to five friends. <laughs> Maybe not send this one to people. If you feel like it'll help somebody, send it to them. But this one can go wrong if people don't actually get what I'm saying. They're gonna be toxic, you promoting all this crap. Girl, if you get it, you get it. The girls that get it, get it. <laughs> the ones that don't, good luck. But that's all I got for this episode. Everything you need from me will be in the description. My app, my merch, all my social medias where you can follow me. Everything's going to be there. So go check that out. And everybody, stay safe. Take care of yourself. Go eat something good. And then go piss all these bitches off with what I just shared with you. <laughs> I love you guys. I'll talk to you guys next Sunday.